0: T is for temptation. In S, we looked at self-control and we looked at the factors that could uh, make you struggle really, with regards to your self-control, especially with regards to sexual desires. But with tea, I'd like to look at the temptations that surround us, the external factors that surround us with regards to um, being able to resist and hold yourself in such a way that you are um, operating in a pure way. Um, If your desire is to follow the biblical principles of not having sex before marriage and keeping yourself pure in your relationship, then it does become difficult if you are surrounded or if you are surrounding yourself with the temptations that are all around us and I differentiate between the two because there are those things that are around us that are difficult to avoid and then there are those things that we surround ourselves with. Are these things intentional? Do we surround ourselves intentionally? Well some do and some don't. It's difficult to say whether something is intentional if it's not what you want to do and yet you find yourself doing it. So your intent isn't to do certain things and yet you are in control as to whether you do them or not. So it's quite I guess it's a a thin line isn't it? I mean some people would say it's a grey area But whatever the reason for you doing it or however you want to portion the blame, if you like, whether it's your fault or not your fault, however you look at it, the fact is there are temptations that can be avoided. So, for example, um, with movies is a prime one. The kinds of movies that will have temptations in them aren't always easy to um, differentiate or easy to identify before you've watched them. So you may fall upon a scene that is um, very tempting and really puts you in a difficult position or plants a seed in your mind or plants imagery in your mind and you didn't know it was coming. But you do have the um what's the word? You have the control, I suppose. You have the control as to whether you watch it. You have the control as to whether you look away or whether you forward on. You may find yourself rewinding back to that because you're thinking, Well, I'm not watching pornography. It's come up in a movie, it's give it's it's given me a certain reaction and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So let me just watch that again. And we have things in our mind possibly like because and I can describe this because I'm I'm guilty of this. I've I have been guilty of this, where I can think, did I just did I just see that? Did that just happen? Or let me rewind and double check it. And we go back to that moment. I've had that in the past where I've been reading a book, and believe me when I say the description in this book caught me so off guard. I did not know it was coming, not to that depth, not to that level of explanation. I mean, it was practically, well, I think it was pornographic. I haven't watched porn and I will explain to you why in a moment. But to me, it was like a a written down pornographic explanation of what was happening. And I remember reading this book and Almost, you know, imagine if you were kind of closing the book a little bit to make sure that nobody could see it. And I wasn't even in a public place, but I knew I was doing something wrong, if you like. And I read this, this, um, you know, these few paragraphs, if you like. And oh, my goodness, the reaction it had. And I I, I was married. I was married at the time. But the reaction it had within me was so, um, it was so unexpected but it was also quite I mean, I was surprised at the level of excitement that it took me to. I mean the good thing is I'm married so I could do something about it. I can't imagine if I was single, but you know what I did? The next day, I went back and read that part again because it excited me, and that's how I know, and that's what the, the point I made about the, the pornography. I know that I would be someone who would be completely and utterly addicted to pornography if I exposed myself to it. I know it. Let's be honest. Let's be real. For some people, maybe it doesn't do anything for them. I know for a fact, 100 percent guaranteed that if I was to watch pornography, I mean, there's different types, I suppose, but maybe not all of it, but there'll be certain types. that If I was to watch it, I think I'd be hooked. I'm just being real. I think I would absolutely be hooked on it. And so what I find is if I'm watching certain movies and I do not absolutely do not watch 18 movies as a rule standard. If it's 18, I'm not watching it. End of story. I'm beginning to think I should not be watching 15s either. And I have very, very often started a 15 movie and stopped it. It might be the swearing and profanity. It might be the sexual scenes. It might be something that just upsets my spirit and I'll stop it. I won't watch it. I don't care how popular it is. I will not watch it. Simply because, not because I'm an angel sent down from heaven, simply because I'm somebody who pictures everything in my mind. And whatever I put into my mind, I see it in my mind's eye. Also, I dream about it guaranteed I dream especially if I've watched it just before bed or in bed I will go to sleep and I will dream about it now can you imagine the scene a married woman lying next to her husband in bed dreaming about sexual scenes where her husband's not even there it's not appropriate it's not necessarily um in my control but it is somewhat in my control because if I hadn't put the imagery there in the first place, my mind would not be considering it or dreaming about it. So that's what I mean when I say that we do have control over the ex- the external factors, most of the external factors that will affect us, we do have control over them. And if we're honest and real with ourselves, we know that just you know dabbling in the area of movies social media um there's certain pop-ups for example that will come up i that's happened to me on a couple of occasions where i've signed up to the kind of sites where you can watch movies um that aren't on netflix or amazon prime or anything like that and there might be i remember there was one particular series that we were watching and it was being aired in america but not here um as yet and somebody had recommended this site where you could watch watch it online and we came up with this site and in between each episode these pop-ups would come up and every now and then they were like raw pornography raw and they'd come up and part of me would be like oh but another part of me you know when you turn your head but your eyes are still looking Part of me is horrified. Part of me is shocked and astounded that this stuff comes through. Another part of me is curious and I keep watching. Even if it's for 10 seconds, I keep watching. And again, that tells me if I expose myself to certain things, I will get more and more and more drawn in by them. And so I don't. There's also the fact that when you do expose yourself to these movies, imagery, pornography, whatever category you put it into, you can't help but begin to compare either yourself, how you look, how you perform when you're married. If you have had an addiction or do have an addiction to pornography, or even if you don't um, classify yourself as having an addiction, the fact that you watch any kind of pornography for any length of time will naturally make you want and desire the very thing that's going on on the screen. and when you and your husband or you and your wife do not perform that way or don't feel that way or don't um, continue on for as long as what you see on the screen or you know your bodies don't look like that or what whatever it is that you're seeing that can begin to build um, um, uh, a sort of web of, of <laughs> it, it like, like visual lies, you know, your mind may begin to tell you that that's how it should be, but that's not how it is for you. And then what can happen from that is you no longer begin to feel gratified in that area. And I'm saying all of this I know this is the dating the dating um podcast and I know that you're not married yet and you most of you I'm not going to say all of you most of you are not engaging in sexual activity but I am a great believer in understanding things before you've arrived in that place so I'm I'm going into some detail here because I want you to understand that if you expose yourself to certain things or you have done or you are exposing yourself to certain things, you could be setting yourself up for a very difficult time in marriage simply because you are now comparing yourself to what you are seeing, the imagery that you're seeing. So be very, very, very careful about what you see, what you watch, what you expose yourself to, what you listen to, what imagery, still imagery that you look at, also peer pressure and also fear. Some people may have fear that the wedding day is coming, you're a virgin, you don't know what to do, you don't feel comfortable to ask somebody, whether it be someone you're accountable to, um, you know, or someone who's ahead of you, you don't feel comfortable to go to them and say, look, I don't know what I'm even supposed to do and therefore you may naturally turn towards sexual scenes, pornography, um, sexual text, instruction books um, with regards to knowing what to do. Can I please say to you in particular if that's your story and you are worried or scared or fearful or anxious about what will happen on your wedding night, please can I encourage you To trust in yourself, trust in the Holy Spirit, trust in your partner. You will work things out for yourselves. You will only do what feels good. You're not going to do anything to harm your partner. So, the beautiful thing about that situation and you may be marrying someone who does have some sexual experience and they can maybe assist you but if you're both virgins and you have no idea please 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 trust in each other to bring you to a place where you'll gradually learn together where there's no embarrassment you're learning together and you will very quickly learn what feels good what doesn't feel so good what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with my last point on this will be Please only do what makes you comfortable and what is in agreement. Do not force anybody to do anything that they're not comfortable with. If you're unsure, explore it. I don't mean explore it as in do it. Explore the idea of it. Talk it through. Communicate it with each other and decide whether that's something that you are comfortable to do. But absolutely do not fall under the temptation of comparing yourselves or forcing yourself to do things that aren't pleasing to God first and foremost, but also could cause problems for you in your relationship going forward.